Welcome to the December 2021 edition of Transcript Radio. I'm Mike Lovins from ODOT's Central Office Communications Team, and I'll be your host. This month, we focus on former ODOT Director Jerry Ray. Earlier this month, the building that houses ODOT's Central Office Headquarters was renamed in Director Ray's honor. So let's get this show on the road. ODOT's 312,000 square foot central office building has a new name. On December 2nd, the structure at 1980 West Broad Street was officially renamed the Jerry Ray Building, after two-time ODOT director, you guessed it, Jerry Ray. The building, which began construction in 1996 and was completed in 1998, was erected during Director Ray's first term. Former Licking County engineer Jerry Ray served his first eight years at ODOT under Governor George Voinovich from 1991 to 1999. He was later asked to return to serve again by Governor John Kasich in 2011. Director Ray retired in 2019 and is the only director in ODOT's history to serve twice. The building dedication was held outside of the central office complex to a crowd of current and former ODOT employees, press, and of course, Director Ray's family. The event was kicked off by words from current Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. You know, we celebrate 16 years, uh, longest serving ODOT director, uh, two separate uh, eight year, eight year terms, uh, absolutely f- phenomenal. Uh, but it's not, we're honoring Jerry for the longevity, certainly, but it's really what he did with it, uh, what he did with the office, how he transformed the office, how he changed the office, how he changed ODOT, uh, frankly, how he changed the culture of ODOT. And that really, I think, is why uh, we honor, honor Jerry today, and that's why all of you are here. The governor also went on to say, uh, Jerry is not only well respected for what he's done, but I, I would say, you know, Jerry is loved uh, by so many people. And so this honor is about who he is, what he's done professionally, but also about who he is really as a, as a person. Uh, Jerry Ray is just a good person, uh, and he treats people the, the right way and always has. Uh, Jerry introduced the terms decentralized uh, to ODOT. Good government. ODOT, streamlined process, uh, all terms that Jerry introduced uh, to ODOT. He established the agency's first critical success factors, the things ODOT must do well uh, in order to be successful. A scoring method uh, to ensure that these things were in fact being accomplished. Uh, All these things still guide the department. Uh, Jerry Ray's culture is still here. And just how did the building renaming conversation get started? Well, that's actually an idea that's been around for a little while. Current ODOT director Jack Marchbanks reflected on one fun little tale about that. Certain dates shine bright in memory. And one of those dates was October 31st, 2018. Terry Barnhart was retiring and she was saying, uh, Jack, uh, if, Gover- if, if Mike DeWine wins the governorship, First Lady, uh, what she said is that if, 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 if Mike DeWine wins and becomes the governor of Ohio and they keep you around, <laughs> you might want to suggest to the governor that they name the building in honor, in honor of Jerry Ray. 
For those who may not know who Terry Barnhart is, she was the heart and soul of the executive suite, serving as Director Ray's administrative assistant. I got to sit down and speak with her about her involvement in planning the event and having the opportunity to come back and work with some of her former colleagues here at ODOT. Terry, hello. Thank you for coming in to talk to me. My pleasure. Thank you for the invite. Absolutely. So yeah, we're we're celebrating the the renaming of of our ODOT building here to the Jerry Ray building. And uh, so you obviously had a lot to do throughout Jerry Ray's career here, but you are now retired. I am. You are. So first, I got to ask you, how's retirement been treating you? You doing any traveling, uh, new hobbies, anything like that? Well, I absolutely love retirement. So if anyone's ever thinking about it, I would encourage that. Um, We have bought a place in Fort Myers Beach, a small place. And so my husband and I travel back and forth to Fort Myers, Florida quite often. Actually, I'm heading down there in about two weeks again. Uh, We won't be snowbird yet, but eventually that's our goal. So um, that's my travel right now. And... um, I haven't picked up any hobbies other than learning to love the sun even more than what I loved it before. <laughs> but I continue to do my volunteering at the Ohio Reformatory for Women, oh. ORW. We had a little pause there because of COVID, but um, I'm actually starting back up December 29th on a project for the warden. So I really enjoy that. And I'm sure they enjoy having you there. Thank you. So so now here we are a, a, a few years past Director Ray retiring. Um, Why was now the the time to move forward with with the dedication and how did that conversation get started? Well, it started probably 10 years ago. Okay. But we also learned back then, you cannot name a building after an individual while they're still in office. So because Director Ray was still the director, it had to be put on a back burner. So now Director Ray retired and um, you know, it was on the forefront then with everybody thinking, hey, what, what are we going to do? Well, then it was budget time, and obviously that takes a priority. And then COVID hit us. Uh-huh. And as you know, COVID changed everybody's world. So um, Director Marchbanks received word a couple months ago that we can finally move forward. Um, Governor DeWine had to approve it, and obviously he did. And so the wheels start turning. I got a phone call to see if I would be willing to help with the invite invite list and so forth, some of the logistics, and so I came back for that, and it was a good Jerry Ray day, as we call it. It was a bit windy that day, so were you <laughs> yes, worried? Were you worried at all about the director being blown away or getting hit by a poinsettia? <laughs> well, yes, we did know the poinsettias kept blowing around. No, I mean we had the tent at. If you were there, you saw the tent, um, and it blocked some of the air, but not all of it. We couldn't put a cover on the back because of the revealing of the sign. But for December, we cannot complain about the weather that we had that day. A little breezy, but it was a wonderful day. A couple sprinkles, but otherwise it was dry. Yes. Yeah. Um, So let me ask you this. During the the planning of the event, how hard was it to keep the secret from from the director or, or you know i imagine his family was told did they have to keep the secret or when did he kind of find out well um director marchbanks actually called director ray at one point and said the building was going to be named after him okay but not much other details 
So I coordinate it with Mrs. Ray. And either, so I text her one day and I said, hey, give me a call when, you know, Director Ray's not around, which was challenging, you know, with COVID. They're not going a lot of places by themselves. So we finally connected and I explained that the building was going to be named after him. And she was just so thrilled. And um, so her and I coordinate it because they also go to Myrtle Beach. So we had to coordinate around their travel schedule. And then um, he had a few doctor's appointments and we had to coordinate around that. So finally, when they came back for the holidays, that was a good time. And um, for ODOT's logistic planning and their schedule. And so then a date was set and the governor was available and it really, it worked out just fine. Um, Invitations went out and I had finally called Director Ray and congratulated him. I knew that he knew, but he did not know the magnitude of it. Oh, good. And that's what we pretty much kept a secret. Um, I explained to him there was going to be a small dedication. He did not know the governor was going to be there. He did not know his family were going to be there. Um, He did not know there was going to be 150 plus people there either. So he was very overwhelmed and very humbled, as you can imagine, about the honor. I'm sure. I'm sure. even, Even for myself, for my relatively small time here at, at ODOT, it was really fun seeing so many familiar faces that have, you know, left over the the past five or six years mm-hmm. since I've, I've been here. So, and I imagine for him, there's, you know, so many more. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, you know, there could have been so many more people that could have been invited, but you're limited on space and um, with COVID. Sure. Um, we kept that in the back of our mind and you know it was set up outside because of covid obviously and but the word still got out and some people came anyway even though they might not have been on the original invite list but that's certainly okay because like you said it was great to see everybody absolutely so how did coming back here to odot during all the planning and stuff uh how did it feel for you did it feel like the same place or a little different i would say it's a little different obviously again i don't keep don't mean to keep harping on COVID, but obviously there's not as many people in the right, building. Right. Um, and just some of the security measures have been changed a little bit. Um, I suppose you never have too much security, but um, it was great to see so many people. Um, and that's the biggest thing that I would say about me retiring is I miss so many of the wonderful people yeah. here at ODOT. So it was good to see that. So I was very blessed to be asked to come back and help the event, number one, because I support it 110%, but just being able to see the current employees, the few that we interact with was good. Well, speaking for myself, and I'm sure speaking for lots of people, we're happy to see you, and you are welcome here, of course, anytime you want. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Um, but, But my last question... Where was the Elvis impersonator for the event? Well, you might think that was a joke, but you know that was in discussion. Uh, Director Marchbanks actually called me one morning and said, hey, I have this great idea. We need to get an impersonator. And so I said, well, I'll see what I can do. And um, I'm kind of old school. And yes, I do not have a Facebook, but I did locate him, the impersonator that used to live in Newark. I don't know if he still does. And director knows this person very well. So I reached back to director Marchbanks and said, you know, the the gentleman has a Facebook. If you can find someone that could maybe reach out to him through that way. Well, we didn't have enough time and unfortunately it didn't work out, but with or without Elvis, 
It was an absolutely wonderful day for Director Ray. Some might say that replacing a man like Jerry Ray is a tough ask. But Director Jack Marchbanks was up to the task. I asked Director Marchbanks, as his successor, what is the most important lesson that he learned from Director Ray that is still important to him today? The most important lesson I learned from Jerry Ray that is still with me today and I still benefit from today and still utilize today is to set a vision that is informed by the people who work in the organization. When Jerry came to ODOT in the early 1990s, it was a year or two before he actually came up with vision, uh, uh, re-engineering ODOT, re-engineering ODOT. And then it was later that he came up with Vision 2000, which basically set ODOT up for the uh, 21st century in terms of making it a world-class organization, a transportation infrastructure organization. And I emulate that. It was a valuable lesson. There are leaders who come in and they state a vision or an objective or a goal kind of in a vacuum where they haven't really read the room, as they say in, in theater. And while that vision might be noble, if it doesn't connect with what the people who do the work see as important, it fails. So the reason he was so successful was that he took the measure of ODOT, the men and women of ODOT, took all that information and melded it into a vision that got tremendous buy-in. It got tremendous buy-in because he had listened to them. So I have just recently pointed out our, our one plus four plan, one uh, up, upcoming year for 2022 plus another four years. And uh, my tweak on Jerry's uh, foundation is uh, the four pillars. You know, we want all of us as transportation stewards, as people who work for ODOT, we want to have a system that's safe, accessible, you know, well-maintained and positioned for the future. And um, it was a basically a, a chapter out of Jerry Ray's book in terms of I looked around to see what was important and safety was number one, uh, well-maintained. Everybody wants a well-maintained system and accessibility, more important than ever, looking at the changing demographics, uh, those people who have been left out of transportation in terms of having easy access to mobility and position for the future because we don't want a transportation system that looks backward. We want a transportation system that anticipates the future. So an informed vision is what I learned from Jerry Ray. Just don't jump out there and say, we're going this way or we're going that way or we need to do this. Take the measure of the organization, see what they're capable of, and then, then ask them to do that, plus a little more. I leave you with some words from Director Ray himself from the building dedication ceremony. Right away, we went to work in pursuit of excellence. And I'm not going to go through all of the things that we did, but uh, we started out with uh, in search of excellence and the idea of excellence in government. And we set, had a vision and we set some goals. The number one goal was to make ODOT a great place to work. Because one of the things that we sensed was that people weren't really proud of where they worked. And so we started out that way. We were so blessed to have so many 
outstanding people to work with, great people who uh, uh, had great ideas and they worked well together and things began to happen. And I have to confess that I got a lot of compliments from people about things that were happening at ODOT that I didn't even know about. And so what do you do with that? Well, what I did was say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that feels pretty good. I did, I, I'm doing a good job. So uh, we pursued that and, and, and I'll skip ahead, but uh, I think we reached a point and, and certainly uh, in this last administration with Jack where ODOT is the standard of excellence for state agencies in Ohio. I could not be more proud than to be associated with the Department of Transportation and now uh, have my name on the building is amazing. So uh, I will remember this date, Jack. And uh, I'm so proud of this. And this is really the, uh, the honor of a lifetime. And uh, I don't know that I deserve it, but I'm going to take it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe on your chosen podcast platform and never miss where these roads take us next. Be sure to visit transportation.ohio.gov for all things ODOT and know before you go by visiting ogo.com for traffic updates. That's O-H-G-O. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, email me at michael.lovins at dot.ohio.gov.